You're listening to the Golf Unfiltered Podcast, your source for in-depth interviews with the biggest names, brands, and personalities in golf. Our mission, to keep you informed and help you enjoy the game even more. everyone welcome back to the golf unfiltered podcast but it's a special podcast as you can see my good buddy chris McEwen is here cheers to you chris yeah. uh happy way to get through dry january yeah yeah we can talk about that too i feel like i deserve some sort we will. of special award yeah we, we all do we all do but we will definitely talk about that but uh long time listeners of the show know that chris you've been on a handful of times you're a special contributor over at gu and we um started a little bit like of a, a mini series side project between our two brands. Uh, I should also mention that Chris is the host uh, co-host of that range life along with our mutual friend, Bill Bush uh, go uh, check out everything that Chris and Bill go do over there. And so we decided why not do our own little thing. And we have this uh, little side project called have clubs will travel. Right. And uh, longtime listeners will remember that the first episode that we did of this, we went out to Elgin Country Club and we were uh, pampered, I would think is a fair thing to say. It's true. Over yeah. there. Very well uh, taken care really of. Really, very well taken care of. Um, there's a video up on my YouTube channel as well as um, a podcast episode where we detail everything that we did. We typically, the name of the game here, folks, is that we go, we play the golf, we drink the drink, we eat the food, we experience everything we can. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we do it individually, which is what we are talking about today. Because Chris, you went on a little, <laughs> little golf Mecca trip uh, to Palm Springs uh, true. slash Las Vegas. Right. And you have lived to tell the tale. So we will get into that first, but... <laughs> Let's let's get this dry January thing out of the way. Yeah, I mean, uh, so I mean, just for the record, I went to Palm Springs and to Las Vegas to visit my in-laws, nonetheless, <laughs> and stayed dry. Wow. So staying in a casino, you know, hotel, the whole thing, got to walk through the thing and everything else. Uh, yeah. So if you're if I, I meant to, to, we should put this caveat right at the top. So some people might see like. Uh, a Las Vegas golf trip and think like, oh, we're going to get shenanigan stories. Mm. I don't, my Las Vegas trips aren't shenanigan trips. Uh, they, no. my father-in-law lives there. My wife and my wife bring that to the show, uh, go, <laughs> go and visit him a couple times a year. Uh, and so, yeah. And I'll, the other thing too, we'll get this. This may you've done Vegas. I assume I have once. Yeah. Okay. I've, you know, I've been there I mean, we go there every year almost. Uh, I've never placed a chip on a table ever. Really? In Vegas. I never I've never done it. Wow. I've never pulled a slot uh handle. Um wow. yeah, I, I'm a sports book guy through and through. Yeah. I don't know, it's it's kind of weird. Like I'm I'm somewhat like I can do math. I'm I'm relatively good at Texas Hold'em. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But for whatever reason, I just don't, I don't know. I've never sat at a table and placed a bet. So, wow. Yeah. Just in Vegas? Like you've done it. Uh, never done it ever in my life. Ever? Never. I've never I've, gambled. Okay, I've never on. placed a chip on a table. <laughs> I've, I've known you for a long time now. And I and love I've gambling. That's the other thing this. too. Like yeah. I really enjoy it. Like I would go back in the day, wow. like, you know, um, while I was a single man, 
you know, we would have like a, a big Texas Hold'em tournament, like I'm sure so many do, and like just seven, eight tables in one of our buddies' living rooms or the basement or sure. whatever. And I made yeah. my way, you know, to a to a last table here and there, you know, like I knew yeah. what I was doing. But yeah, I don't know, like Vegas. I don't know, man. I just does. I've never or any casino hey. for that matter. I've never done it. I know I went to uh, French what. Lick too, where they have a casino. I didn't. I oh, didn't go in, right. into that one either. Gosh, this is you're blowing know. my mind right now. <laughs> Good for you. I'll tell you what. I mean, if you can get through Vegas without, that's more impressive than not having a drop of alcohol. It's I fair. mean, let's be it's fair. Let's call it what it is. My yeah. goodness, it's funny though yeah, because so, yeah, I've never enjoyed. So I've done it, but I've never enjoyed playing at a table in a casino because I always feel like I'm doing something wrong. Well, that's why I would never go to a blackjack table. Right. Because I know I've, there's I've been like stealing at. cards. Right. Like, yeah. I don't I don't need that. Uh, like, I don't I don't need to no. deal with that. So, yeah, I've never done that um, either. Although I've I've heard I've heard stories. I had a buddy who sat like in a Kino. Is it Kino? I think that's what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. he played Kino for like 14 hours or something one night. And just like kept playing and kept playing. And it's like, oh, dude. God bless you. Yeah. But I love, I do love sitting. Um, God, thank God. I don't, if I would, if, maybe if I still smoked, I would mm -hmm. definitely go down and sit at a table and burn sure. one and lose, lose some money. Um, but I do enjoy sitting in the sports book. I will yeah, say that. that is I fun. do love sitting in the sports book. That is a good time. I mean, it's, it's funny because, well, you know, with dry January, I, I did it as well. Um, I did a lot. I, I call it damp January because my wedding anniversary is right in the middle. <laughs> right. So yeah. That's I like allowed... no, Bill's, Bill's birthday is the last day of January. So right. It's like he has a 30 day month. He's got a 30 day month. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And right. so I, I allowed myself one glass of wine at dinner for our anniversary. But aside from that, I was totally dry. And we were talking about this, too, about uh, um, how good we feel. I don't know. Uh, I always yes. feel really good at the end of the month. I always. Yeah. It's my most productive month of the year. Yeah, and it's not even close. Like I wake up refreshed. I probably I ran, I don't know, forty miles or something this month. Oh, okay. like been, you know, because <laughs> I because I don't go. So at night, we've talked about this. At night, mm. I would you yeah. know pour a glass of bourbon or something, and I would sit and maybe I would read or I would do some video editing or whatever, play piano. Right. Um. But now I can't drink, so I'm like, well, I guess I'll go and we have a gym downstairs. I'm like, well, I'll just go downstairs and uh and run for 40 minutes or something so yeah this is as healthy as i'm gonna get for the rest of the <laughs> year <laughs> yeah but you do well, how so often... much better hopefully i can hopefully i can yeah. uh maintain it just to a certain extent. i'm hoping to our yeah. mutual friend uh will bardwell was saying something earlier in our group chat about yeah. like, you know what maybe we just rely heavily on some edibles or something some gummies <laughs> and then just you know for those listening, it's legal where we live, but it's, right. you know, yeah. it's, you know, I'm kind of over it. I mean, we're both in our forties. He is too. And and we're like, mm. you know, I, no, don't get me wrong listeners. Okay. I'm not some prude here. I enjoy a good bourbon every so often. I, I will splurge yeah. on a, a bourbon. Um, Absolutely. I like, I had a beer for dinner earlier today, but I was telling you before we got going here, I'm like, now I kind of feel like my body is like a shock to the system. It's like, wait, no, <laughs> this is not good. I need to like, I need to get back to, to I don't know what's weight, worse. Like, it's probably good that you have a shock to the system. When I had my, my first sip of my nice dark, uh, you know, mm -hmm. um, Imperial stout, I felt like my body was going, ah, oh. 
I remember this. This is nice. <laughs> there you are, like, Peter. I, yeah, like I've missed you so much. I don't know if that's much better. Uh, well, we'll we'll find out. I mean, so February. Yeah, it's nice. Fine. It's nice that it's the shortest month, and so we could see if uh, you know we need to change anything abruptly in terms of our our health status. But right. you're a pretty healthy fellow, so I have no I have no doubt that you'll be okay. I like to think so. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you, you you run 40 miles in a month. I don't think I've walked 40 miles this month, at least. There's no <laughs> well, way 30, I've walked 40 miles. It's 31 days. So it's not yeah, like, no. it's not too Doesn't crazy. Matter. No. <laughs> any rate, uh, let's talk about the golf. So you went yes. to Palm Springs. Tell us your trip. Tell us everything. Where you, yeah. Where'd you go? All right. So we have friends who live in Palm Springs. They moved there right before uh, the pandemic, bought a new place, gorgeous house, um, it's in a little neighborhood called Asina, which is mm-hmm. also, and that's E S C E N A. Uh, and it is on a golf course. It's on coincidentally enough, Asina golf course. Um, mm. yeah, so I could walk over there. It was fantastic. I nice. just me in my golf bag and I'd walk and there's a little fence and you just open the gate and boom, you're at the golf course. Um, it's, uh, it's a, a Nicholas design. For those that care about those things, um, I kind of chuckled when I saw it was a Nicholas design after I think last year, Jack Nicholas sued Nicholas design or something for naming rights <laughs> yeah, or whatever, but right. nevertheless, um, yeah. but and you're going to show one of the pictures, which you're going to think when you see it, that it doesn't look real, but I can tell you it's real. And, mm. and by that, I mean that the San I think it's Jazito or Jazito, Jacito, Jancito. Wow. I don't know. There's mountains. A man of culture here. There's, man, like <laughs> there's mountains. Uh, all the, I mean, you're here, in a valley. Our YouTube fam, uh, yeah, that's fans. That's right there. That That yeah. is insane. So if, if, yeah, for those listening, I mean, the mountains are on top of you. And I've played in Valley. Mm-hmm. You know, I play, I've gone to Phoenix. You know, you're in a valley in Phoenix. And, uh, you, but this valley was like, oh, uh, you could 360. Anywhere you looked, the mountains right there all around you. And it was wow, super dope. Yeah. So like when you're going up, I can't remember. I think that might've been, is it? No, nine goes back to the club. Maybe uh, that's eight. This says, this says whole four. four. Yeah. Four. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. I knew it was on the front because I, that was when I was like, good. Oh yeah. I do remember that whole. Yeah. I was like, uh, okay. there's a, there's a little ravine there that cuts off. The, it's a, it's a kind of a forced layup. Um, but that kind of leads me into some of the fun that was with this course um it's it's primarily a second shot course i would say Mm. um so which is fun because you know it's resort course so the fairways are nice and wide and they're nice and real green and it's desert course it's desert golf but it wasn't really in play a lot for me thankfully i think i hit one ball uh out of the desert all day but the way that it's set up um the downside of that is that there's not a lot of decision making off the tee mm. you know like it's oh it's right. driver 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 then you get just, to a part three and you're like whatever but yeah um but you know you just hit it as far as you can and as straight as you can and then then you have to decide okay because the greens are really kind of what are is going to defend itself um from you so um sure. but it's a really really fun course the cool the, the thing i like too and I, I appreciate this about golf courses when they do this is uh six sets of tees oh wow including including yeah two combo sets which i really oh, like nice. i don't know i don't know yeah. why all golf courses don't do combo sets um 
so me and my guys that I got paired up with, uh, we played middle championship, which was like 6,400 yards, which is Perfect. great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what else was there? It, uh, they just renovated the clubhouse and the restaurant. It was beautiful. It was, so I left when it was negative 30 degrees. Uh, right. That oh, was here. Yeah. I left. Yeah. Um, we experienced a 100 degree difference in one day <laughs> when we <laughs> flew out of Chicago into Palm Springs. It was so funny. Oh, but the, the real funny part is, so we were in Palm Springs for three, three days, I think three or four days. Um, when we got there, you know, we're like, oh yeah, let's get into shorts and t-shirts, you know, whatever. And we went down mm -hmm. into a little downtown area and got some food. Um, and, uh, by the time we left, we were in sweatshirts and pants. Cause we, we had adjusted to the heat or to the, oh, okay. heat, to the cold, right? Like now it was cold right. to us, even though it was like 50 degrees. Um, <laughs> but even the, the outdoor seating of the restaurant, we went there for breakfast uh, the outdoor seating had, had heaters over us. All the tables had really? heaters and they had them on. It was like 55 <laughs> degrees, but they had them on going. Wow. So I was like, yeah. Um, the one restaurant we went to, uh, this taco place, they actually had it. They had, um, blankets on the tables, like on the chairs. So if people got cold, they could wrap themselves in blankets. It was 60 <laughs> oh, degrees. Nice. We, it was 60 degrees when we had dinner. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, by the time we left, we were locals. We were like, it's cold. Uh, I don't want to okay. deal with the cold. Um, yeah. So you did three... adapt eventually to the, oh, yeah, to the for sure. temperature really quickly. Yeah. Okay. Um, played with three guys. So when I was in town, about a half hour south in La Quinta was the uh, American Express tournament. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. And the three guys I played with were actually volunteering for the day. Uh, holding up the be quiet signs. I think on the ninth hole, they were, they were good dudes. I felt really bad. Cause they were like, they were guys like they, we, we got along, we, you would have gotten along with them. Um, mm -hmm. You know, they, they were offering me beers by the third hole. And um, oh, nice. I think I, I think I birdied some, I birdied one of the holes on the front nine and they're like, we're drinking now, Chris. Like, and they brought out like their birdie <laughs> juice, you know, it was like a whole thing. Right. I'm like, guys, I can't yeah. do any of this. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Yeah. Um, uh, but they were great dudes. Um, and then the only part of the only thing about the, the golf course itself, uh, was the back nine. I thought really stood out, uh, okay. three par fives on the back nine. Uh, the closing hole I want to say is a par five and it is, it's gorgeous. It's beautiful. You have, so you've got the par five hole on its own. That's, that's beautiful. Um, a little bit of an elevated green going into it. You have the clubhouse right. behind it. And then you've got, of course, mountains behind the clubhouse right. and it just looks fantastic. You know, we were, and we were playing later in the day. So you got a little dusk, you know, going. So, Oh, that's um, my favorite time to play. Yeah. It was really fun. Really, really fun golf course. Um, you know, opened, opened the season, opened the year with an 86 with a gentleman's 86. Oh. Good for you. Uh, so I don't hate that. Yeah. Short game. Short game. I asked Bill about this. I'll ask you since it's a golf show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, early in the season, you get out, you start playing. The game starts to come together a little bit. What's the last thing within your game that like forms like that you that you figure out? Oh, boy. Um, I would say so. I. Oddly enough, my short game is the first thing that comes back to me. Really? Okay. It is like so. I've uh, you've played with me many times. I, I'm a sure. decent putter. My my 
chipping and all that could probably be better but for some reason that's the first thing that comes back for me just the feel of the that. short swing i don't i don't know yeah yeah i would say the last thing honestly is probably my long irons yeah like there's yeah. no re like take the anything above a six iron out of my bag until like <laughs> april i don't like right. i have no business swinging this thing it's okay. i went to the range today and i am sore already and i don't know are you like like I was going to try to like tempt fate and go and try to hit a five iron a day. And what the hell was I thinking? I have no idea. <laughs> this is, I left angry. Now I, now I hate golf again, you know, of course. Right. Anyway, real quick for our, uh, our uh, viewers on YouTube. Here's the, um, the 18th from, there you go. from the clubhouse, I assume. And I see that yes. there's a nice little Creek, right? That, yeah. That's a par five you mentioned. It is. Yeah. So it's, it's just a real, you can, you can kind of, you know, take off as much as you can. Um, I think we had a, we had a, our pin placement was a little different, but um, mm. yeah, it's just, it's just a, it's just a fun it way to close gorgeous. out. Yeah. Yeah. Super impressed with it. Um, you know, just, it was just a really fun, beautiful, well manicured golf course. Um, and to me, you know, it's, and it's open to the public. Um, and I know like, like I mentioned, just south and you know, all those courses, you got the Pete Dye Stadium course down there and uh, La Quinta and, and those courses that get a lot of attention. But if you can sneak up and throw around, um, if you're on some golf trip or something, or maybe you're just, you know, cruising through Southern California, I would I would yeah. recommend it. I think it's really fun. It, if nothing else, it's kind of and we'll talk about the one the course in Vegas, too, which really. Sure there's a lot of, there's a lot of value there and, and it really felt like a, a hidden most, but uh, I think this one would probably qualify for sure. That's so a Cena golf in Palm Springs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right, right. Did off you have the, it? Right by the airport, right by the airport. Okay. So right yeah. there, very easy to get yeah. to um, yeah. anything noteworthy of, the, I mean, the clubhouse itself, I'm just kind of looking at the website, which is a Cena for those interested. Yeah, it looks like a very postmodern design. Very typical. Yeah, it looks awesome. The clubhouse. Yeah, yeah. it's um, they did a good job because the architecture in, in Palm Springs, if anybody knows about Palm Springs architecture, um, it's it's kind of like what is that? Uh, it's like a I can't remember the name of the architecture, like postmodern sort of architecture. Yeah. So when you see a Palm Springs house, you're like, that's a Palm Springs house. Um, it's mm -hmm. with the offset roof. Uh, there are carports instead of was it like mid-century modern or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Mid-century yeah. is probably the better way to put it. Um, fun fact about Palm Springs: the it was originally sort of settled, I would say, because you know Bob Hope had a place up there. Mm -hmm. um, who else? Uh, I think Bing Crosby probably did like those old school dudes, right? That that yeah lived in Palm Springs. Um, contractually, they had to be within two hours of Los Angeles. And Palm Springs oh, nice. fit that bill. So they all found places and built places uh, uh, in Palm Springs. Um, my wife actually went, when I was on the golf course, she actually went on an architecture tour with our buddy who, or a friend who we were mm -hmm. staying with, um, like an unofficial architecture tour. It's not like guided or anything, but it's, you have a little sort of just map that you can get online and go and see different houses and stuff and the uh, significance right. of all of them. Um, so that's nice. pretty cool. Um, yeah. The other thing we did real quick before we move on to, yeah. the, to the drive, at least to Las Vegas, um, which I, I didn't know this existed. Uh, the Palm Springs tram. Oh, yeah. Of the Palm you Springs were talking tram. about that. I've yeah. never heard of this. 
So it's, it's, um, so here's some, I did a little bit of research on this and they also talk to you on your way up. So it's a, it's a mm. 10 minute, 10 to 12 minute ride on a tram up roughly, I don't know, 7,000 feet or something. You, you drive up and you park oh. your car and, you, and you're at like 2000 feet. Um, and then you get in this tram and it takes you back. It takes you to the top of the mountain basically. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And yeah, it's, and it's the floor in the tram rotates the whole way up. So you just, you just stand in your spot. Cause it's all windows. The whole thing around you is windows. You stand in your okay. spot and you get like a 360 degree vista of both the mountain and the valley. You see the whole valley. I mean, you're That's wild there. You're at eight to 9,000 feet. It was so cool. So it, it, the idea, here's the history of the tram. It's the largest in the world. Okay. Uh, they use helicopters. So only five towers that go past the, the tram up the mountain. There's five towers there. I think two of them are accessible by road. The other three, they flew helicopters and men did those things, which is wild. And this is like 19, it was completed in 1963. The first ride was in 1963. But yeah, it's a, it's a 10 minute, two and a half mile ride up a mountain. You go through five, I didn't know, I didn't know this was a thing, but you go through five, what they call uh life zone. Life zones? Or biomes. Biomes, okay. Do you know the five Bi- yeah, there's like seven totally <laughs> something. Not... Yeah, biomes. You're they, blowing my mind right now. No, I don't. Biomes. No. This is the best thing. So you start in the, the Sonoran Desert, okay? And you end in an alpine forest. That's oh. how high you go on this mountain. It's And then you could camp up there. You can hike. Um, of course, we had lunch. We were up there. We had lunch. Um, but yeah, and it's just like, that's and it's just there i don't know it's not like i didn't know that existed until i i still may not know if we didn't stay with a local quite honestly right like i don't that's crazy and on my list of things to do ever in my life but it was so fun yeah yeah that sounds the other thing too which we again we it, it was, it was just, it was so much fun. It was so much fun. Um, and just gorgeous. And it was just so cool. But, um, the other thing that, that we, thankfully we had a local with us because when we were leaving the house, he was like, you need to dress like it's 30 degrees colder. <laughs> I and saw we that like, in the notes that you shared and I was like, what okay. is this all about? So we, yeah like you know instead of shorts we put pants on jackets uh, and sh- mm-hmm. you get up there and it's a 30 degree change and you get on the ground up there in the like you went from the wow. desert to like now you're wearing gloves and like a winter jacket it's wild it's just <laughs> nuts i mean maybe some people are used to that stuff we are in very flat boring yeah. illinois that's not normal that's not it what we not do normal. here. No, we so don't go through biomes quite the, uh, in Illinois. Quite the experience. So I would recommend, yeah. <laughs> right. We have, well, maybe in like one day we go through all the seasons. 
we did that experience right that. that's true that. right but uh but yeah we don't do we don't do pipes that's not a thing uh, <laughs> um, but i would recommend that i would i would rec definitely recommend the tram too while you guys are while anyone's there awesome really fun good recommendations a nice little diamond in the rough there um and listeners if there's a delay there's a little bit of a delay between chris and i right now i think it's our our biome internet here on our flat state that we're dealing with um but it sounds like it's it's little things like that that we always want to keep an eye out for um little things like that we want to keep an eye out for when we go to these courses because these are things that you know like you said chris the locals know about we wouldn't know about you you said it yourself you wouldn't have known about these uh, like the tram and all this other stuff had someone not told you before uh you yeah know, going in there but um you know as we go now to uh your las vegas experience uh boulder city mm -hmm. is this uh is this the course that you uh played yeah yeah yeah. Uh, well, I played in, well, let's talk about first, just real quick, the drive. So we drove from Paul Springs to Vegas, right? Okay. And that's, right. I feel like this is a le legitimate, if people wanted to, you know, have like a golf trip where they went, you could fly into Palm Springs, right? You could drive to Vegas. Um, and then you could really, you could drive to, to uh, Mesquite or... Uh, yeah. St. George or something like that, and then got back flat. I guess we down. But uh, the we got a, we got some more local knowledge by someone uh, who said avoid taking the fifteen I fifteen because fi the fifteen once you get on okay. it, it's just like a straight shot to Vegas. It's a shorter drive. It's probably three and a half hours or something. They said avoid the fifteen and and take the more sort of back road type of stuff. So we actually took, um, I think it was like route six, two, and we took route 95, which is also part of like route 66, right? Okay. At, at certain points we were on route 66. Um, but you drive through like Yucca Valley, you drive through Joshua tree, uh, and then you get to like the main event, which is, uh, the Mojave national preserve. So nice. you're in for like two and a half hours. You're in the desert with nothing. There's nothing. It's just <laughs> desert. You've got some rock it's formations. Terrifying. You've got some like different, <laughs> you've got some different mountains. Oh, like you need a full gas, or a full tank of gas, a hundred percent before you leave uh, Palm Springs, because there's not, you, you have, you don't see anything until you get literally till you get to Las Vegas. Quite honestly, if you take this route, oh my God. There's, there was nothing. It was crazy. There's like, there wow. are dead mobsters where we were. I'm certain <laughs> of it. We, we drove through where people were buried in the ground along with probably thousands, if not millions of dollars hidden somewhere yeah. uh, in the desert. Like that is, it's full blown. Like, yeah, it, that's, that's what that's it was. Um, it was super cool. And we went through at one point, I don't know if you read about the lake in the desert, that was it's a dry yeah it's a dry lake yep um but then all of yep. a sudden one day it had water mm -hmm. yeah, I, yeah i did read about we, this so we drove past that like we drove past <laughs> one of those where it's just like all dry really? lake bed and then yeah and then there's like salt there's like there was salt hills and like you could see the salt in the ground it was nuts man it was like you're like we hunter just, s thompson 
<laughs> going to right. I'm like nuts. a very sober Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> yeah, but it was like we like so and we the good news was for the most part we kept our phone signal. We were out like we had ways going and that never dropped, but like our music stopped at one point because we were streaming, but it jumped right back in. Right. Um because you're on Mars. I, <laughs> right, <laughs> I wouldn't take that drive at night because there wasn't a street light to be found. Uh oh for sure. It, yeah, I mean it was just like it was one of those things where it's like we had no idea what to expect and we still the whole the whole drive were like this is this is nuts like this is wild mm. and it's one of the coolest and things that we've ever done yeah it was just selling me yeah oh just, geez. just driving in our little kia soul that we rented <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> it was so cool yeah it was just one of those things where I, I again we would have never have done it had someone local not said i15 um and now i cannot recommend it enough it's one of those like you said it's like golf golf trips are yes the golf is why you go but then like all the sort of local things or just all the extracurriculars around the golf and maybe restaurants or bars or casinos or whatever um trams and these random drives i mean they're just right. like that's what i enjoy about as much as i enjoy a golf trip the golf part i enjoy like just the unexpected sort of yeah things you know uh I'm and that was way. certainly one yeah, of them. Exactly yeah. the same way. Yeah. Yeah. That stuff like that, just it, like you, hearing you describe that makes me want to go do that. That mm -hmm. It's just, it's so cool. And and we haven't even talked about the golf course yet. It, I mean, cause right. <laughs> God, I'm going to get, I'm going to get raked over the coals for this, but like there are some golf courses that certainly stand out in my mind from others sure. that I've played. Like there are some that I remember forever. But for the most part, at least in my opinion, they're all, I mean, it's all pretty much the same stuff. It's I, I the, 100 percent agree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like yep. everything else, like you're saying, that just makes the entire experience. Yeah. And I I feel like, too, we're both we're both we'll call it um, budget conscience about things. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to go and spend three hundred dollars around for no. a five round golf. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. Um, and so to me. Maybe I'll splurge on one golf course. And that's that's like you're talking about like this bucket list. You know, the guys are at mm -hmm. the pros are at Pebble Beach today or so, you know, today, this weekend. Right. Like, okay, I'll I'll splurge for that. Or um, you know, last year I went up to I played the Lido in Sand Valley, and that was a pretty big ticket round of golf. But for the most part, I I get real itchy if it's over over a hundred dollars. Yeah. I don't me too. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> now, to be fair, I was at both courses were just over a hundred dollars. So in Asina was a hundred or hundred, just over a hundred, one ten or something. Uh, sure. Boulder Creek was around one twenty, I think. But okay, uh, I'm an out of towner, so if you're in town, it's cheaper. Um, and mm -hmm. it's this is golf season here. This is like peak, yeah, it's peak season. season, right? Yeah, so right. you're gonna pay a little bit. There's a little bit of a tax to that. Um, but sure. that being said, I was not angry after I got off of those golf courses with the price I paid, but Good. the overall point is, uh, yes, you go to, a, to me, golf is a reason to travel. It's an excuse to go somewhere. And that's okay. what I use golf for. Right. And, oh, and to be my friends, right. To be with you and to be with Bill and, and, you know, Mitch and Darren and mm -hmm. those kind of guys. Right. Um, 
So to me, it's yes, let's go play golf. Let's go have a really good time, but then let's go experience what this local area has to offer because we may never be back. And so that's kind of my, that's how I feel about traveling. Um, Yeah. So anyways, so we drive through the desert, we drive through the Mojave, Mm -hmm. Adam, we drove through the freaking Mojave (laughs) desert, man. (laughs) I never thought I'd say that in my life. We go through the Mojave. We saw a magical lake. Right. Yeah. We saw no street lights. (laughs) Right. Uh, We get to Vegas and, um, you know, we're there. It's the, uh, it was the divisional playoffs. Um, Mm -hmm. So, and in Vegas, the game started, started at one and five or something like that which is perfect because i can get mm-hmm. out six in the morning seven in the morning get my round in go home go back to the hotel shower up and then we would meet at my father-in-law's house to watch tv or watch the football game um so looking at just if you if you do a search in las vegas uh i assume this is at any point on a saturday i was searching on maybe thursday or friday um for golf courses and they're all a billion dollars and they're all, all the times are weird because everyone's going to play golf before the football games start. Right. And, uh, and I'm like, all right. So I hit up my pal, uh, Brian Orr. you should follow him. Mm -hmm. He's an incredible golf course photographer. We call him golf course photographer extraordinaire. Uh, okay. He's been doing it for years and he does a lot of work for, uh, Las Vegas, a lot of golf courses in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. So I hit up Brian Orr. he does a lot of work for everybody, but like he knows the Las Vegas golf courses, right? That scene. So I hit him up and I say, Brian, where should I play Saturday morning? That's not going to cost me a billion dollars. And he said, you're going to play here. I'll book it. Pay mm-hmm. me back. You're going to, you're going to book, you're going to play here. And that was Boulder Creek golf club Boulder Creek in okay. Boulder city. Yeah. Got it. So Got it's it. probably, it's probably a half hour. I want to say South. Oh God. Someone's going to yell at me for that. I think it's a half hour South of Las Vegas. Um, north or south i don't know but uh not that far from vegas mm-hmm. um it felt hyper local like it felt like a norm like it would be a muni for us right except we're yeah, in right. boulder city and it's way cooler like the golf course is way better than our munis if that was a muni um mm-hmm. it's got three nines which is also cool to me so yeah. it's got um coyote run which I played, but it was one of the nines I played El Dorado or Eldo, as they like to call nice. it. Uh, okay. The locals called Eldo. And then the third one, I didn't play the third one, Desert, Desert something. Okay. Desert Hawk. Right. Desert Hawk. Desert um, Hawk. Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So the, uh, here's the thing I've never done this before. Maybe you have. Have you ever played golf on a golf course that has dormant grass? I don't think I have. You know what I'm talking no. about? Where it's like, so, okay. So the, the fairway is grass, green, it's right. green, it's grass, right? Everything mm-hmm. else is like yellow. It's like, Hey, Oh, I've not, I, th- we went out to Arizona one trip a couple years ago, a couple, two, three years ago. Um, and, uh, they may have had some dormant grass. It was Rancho Manana in Arizona. And I'm, I'm thinking it, it was almost like a, hay. it felt like, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. It, but it's like, it's just so um, aesthetically pleasing to me. It just looks it's, nice. I love, it just looks, you know nice. what it reminds me of when we were, when we were growing up playing like PlayStation, like Tiger Woods on PlayStation, and there was yeah, always yeah. the desert course. And they, they, yeah. 
that is what I pictured. And I, I've always wanted to play a course like that where it was just like exaggerated where the, where everything was so green, but everything else other than the fairway or green. Yeah. Yeah. I I would love to do that. It was really fun. I really liked it. Um, and I played really well, uh, second round of the year, Adam shot myself a little 83. Thank you very much. No, no. Yeah. Uh, I didn't post it. (laughs) I don't think you can't post it yet. Right. I don't think you can. No. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. um, well, good for you to answer. To it's always question, good to play well, right? It is. Yeah, it is. It's good um, when you travel, it's good to play well when you travel. Oh yeah. And I, I was playing with some local, I think they were locals. They were act there. Like everyone in Vegas is from somewhere else. It's like going to Phoenix. They're like, I'm mm-hmm. from, mm-hmm. you know, wherever. Um, but they were originally from Pittsburgh, uh, but they, I feel like they knew the course pretty well. So that it must be in some kind of rotation for them. If, I don't know, but, um, that's the other thing too. Like if you're playing with, like I was playing with the, with other, like, uh, um, tourists in mm-hmm. Palm Springs and it's like, whatever, we don't, nobody cares. It's fine. Um, although we all did play pretty well, but then, yeah, I felt like I had to really hold my own against the locals <laughs> at, uh, at Boulder Creek. Um, nice. Yeah. But it was so, yeah. So I shot an E3 that my short game is the last thing to come back after an off season and my short game is still not back after those two mm-hmm. rounds, like that really kind of cost <laughs> me, but, and the, the greens, the greens at, at Boulder Creek are, they're slippery. Mm-hmm. They had me beat the first, I think two out of three first holes. I three putted. Oh, like just, God. just, yeah. Yeah. It was, it was rough. Um, yeah, they they just they had all three of us beat, and they told us that, that yeah. my guys were like, "Be gentle with these greens; they're gonna they're gonna get you." And then you know, once a green, once a green, a golf course's greens are in your head, you're like, "Oh God, this is gonna be rough." Right. But, the rest uh, of the round is just kind of gone. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Just yeah. terrified <laughs> at anything longer than like five feet. You're like, "This is gonna be a disaster." Um, <laughs> but I will say this about. Again, I talked about, you know, let's let's say you're going to go down to Vegas and you're going to play, I don't know, you're going to play the win, right? You're going to go and splurge mm-hmm. and spend $600 playing the win. You're going to spend another, I don't know, you're going to go play, um, what's the other real big one there that costs a billion dollars? Um, oh, um, gosh. I've never played dry. golf in Vegas. Yeah, um, so it, there's another one that's out there. But whatever, you're going to go play these really expensive golf courses. Then one day, you're like, let's just go and be chill and play like a local sort of golf course um, and be with the people and, or just take a break from spending all your money. Or maybe you lost a bunch the night before um, <laughs> go, go play Boulder Creek, book yourself okay. a tweener round in between your big rounds at Boulder Creek. Um, and I think you'll really enjoy it. I, I found it to be exactly what I love about golf courses, which is it is a perfect combination of, tee it up and swing as hard as you can cut Good. some corners take some chances and make some smart decisions off the tee as well you can club down here and there and still not sort of you know you have to decide like maybe mm-hmm. the way that you're playing that day you're like you know what i can cut that corner um or you can also lay up with uh, as you know as little as a six iron and still have a chance to get into the green you know in two and not you're not going to be 200 yards back or whatever um yeah so yeah i found that to be that that's my favorite type of golf like that 
that sort of mental decision making process when you're standing at the mm-hmm. tee and you're like, I could hit any club I wanted from six iron to driver, basically, right? Perfect. So it's, yeah. How much do you want to chew off? How much risk do you want to take? Um, and then you live with that decision, right? And if it's really that's fun, that is really fun. That is me. fun. Yeah. And yeah. and playing on dormant grass gives you a little bit of I'd love to go and play it sort of in season to see the difference, but there's a lot of forgiveness in dormant mm-hmm. grass. It's flatter. Really yeah, it's easier to hit out of. Um, it's faster golf because you can see your ball immediately and it right. you don't hit the fairway. Um but yeah, just a really, I really, really, really loved playing those two nines. I, I wish I could have circled back and played desert. What, what did I say? It was desert, whatever. Um, desert hawk. hawk, hawk, desert yeah. hawk again. Um, but the thing I really liked it, liked about it too, is that you're outside of Vegas and you're sort of mm-hmm. in a community. Um, now that being said, there wasn't a house to be found uh, on the golf course. Interesting. Yeah, so it's okay. out. They put it outside of like you can when you drive into Boulder City, you can also go and after you round a golf or maybe before, you could probably go check out the Hoover Dam too, because that's right near oh, there. All right. So you can make nice. that a stop too. Um, but the way that it's set up, those three nines, is that it's like going out into the desert a little bit more. So it's like away from all the housing. Um, yeah, so you're just out there. It's out there nice. in the middle of nothing, playing golf. And uh yeah, it was uh it was fun super fun it sounds like it i could tell that you really enjoyed yourself it sounds like these two courses were very gettable yet like you Mm -hmm. described i mean you don't want to just go to a course and play or pay you know maybe a little bit more than what we normally would pay for golf and then not have to think not be treated to a you know something of a strategy session as opposed to okay i'm just gonna bomb it i don't want straight golf holes you know give me something for my yeah yeah i feel like there's um it's totally true like we do that we can do that you know we can go to our golf courses and and because we play them so often and whatever um yeah like scenery will go a long way for me right like the big mountains around the golf courses or whatever um right but yeah at a certain point like i want to be I don't know. I just want to have fun. And that's my version of fun is like trying to think about what the architect was thinking when they laid out this whole, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. It sounds like it was a great time. Uh, Hopefully we can get out there one time next time you go out. Um, I don't know if I'll be stranded in the desert with you. I mean, that's, that's terrifying. Oh God. I would uh, really, (laughs) I thought about, I thought I'm not getting stranded in the desert with you, but um (laughs) But I, I thought about just doing that same kind of trip, but with like a, a small group of us, you know, yeah. and seeing what we can make out of it. Because I, I think that's the other thing, too, is like we're both, let's be honest, we're kind of hipster golfers and we like to do we kind of off. Yeah. We like to do the, 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 we like to find the indie band golf courses, the equivalent yeah. of an indie <laughs> band. And I feel Before like that's what cool. Boulder, right. That's what I feel like Boulder Creek is. It's like, well, yeah. I know about Boulder Creek, but nobody else knows about Boulder Creek. Right? That's awesome. Um, like, yeah, go waste your time with at Win Golf Club, unless I want to. There's like, there's, you know. yeah, right. There's there's a TV show <laughs> idea there somewhere, or it's just you just blindfold us, drop us into a community with golf clubs, and then we have to find a golf course based on what locals say. Right. That would that would <laughs> right. be something. That I'm in for something. that. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was a trip. I guess I'll I'll end the last the last little bit of Vegas. Um, I mean, people go to Vegas for like a billion different reasons. Right. Um, but I will say this, it's hard to miss, but if you go, 
you gotta go see at least on the outside you have to go see the sphere up close yeah yeah it's yeah i nuts man is it is it is it like distractingly large if you're driving is it yes we yeah. could okay so we stay we it's massive it's like six stories but i mean it's huge oh, the thing God. is huge i i had i don't know like of course it's that big i don't know why mm-hmm. i didn't think it would be that big it's like not it's like not like a house it's a building right. you know but like yeah we were so where we stay we stay at the far end of the strip like way way down at the end of the strip um looking back at the sort of skyline of the strip of Vegas, right? Mm-hmm. And you can mm-hmm. see the Ferris wheel and things like that. I mean, we're miles away and we can see that sphere as clear as can be. We know exactly <laughs> what it's doing. Like it's, yeah, it's huge. It's just crazy. And then when, yeah, when you, there's a certain point where you're on the strip and you pull around um, and then it's there, you know, it's yeah. like the Coliseum. It's like all of a sudden it's in front of you. Um, and it's just like, this is not, it's just the most bizarre, cool thing that any, that we've ever done as humans. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing. Like somebody thought of this and did it and it's crazy. It's huge. It's like the, it's a whole, the epitome of just excessive architectural, mm-hmm. like debauchery in the totally city true. of sin. And it's so perfect. It yeah, there's never a better home than Las Vegas for that sort of thing. Um, I yeah. can't even begin to. You can go into it. You can like do tours. They have different like experiences or whatever. Um, we didn't do any of that. We just had like an hour of free mm-hmm. time on a Sunday morning, and so we're like, let's go, let's go drive over there and check this out. And uh, God, it was just, it's wild. <laughs> it's just nuts, man. It's like wow. just crazy. I, yeah, it's just the the. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how to describe it, but that I should I would just say go and go and look at it. If nothing else, I'm definitely going to have to put that on my. Uh, Kristen and I will have to go out there and, and check it out at some point. Um, yeah, and and even the two courses that you mentioned, I mean, they sound awesome. Those are the types of courses you want to hit up when you're going out to that part of the country, yeah. and you don't want to be yeah. swept up in like the win or a four hundred dollar course. Those sound like right. some good alternative options. Yeah, and it, it plays like a local course. It, Boulder Creek for sure plays like a local course where you're through in four hours, right? Nice. I think a lot of those other courses you're not getting through in four hours. People are going to be taking pictures and they're going to be crab ass, and you get a lot of people with a lot of money who don't know how to play golf but want to do that and check it on their bucket list, whatever. Um, this much more felt like just a normal round of golf. You just happen to be in a different bio zone biodome what is it called what do i call it i don't know biome biome that's what it is bio yeah Yeah. all these biomes wow well we covered a lot of ground we covered a lot of ground (laughs) in this episode rumor has it we're going back masters weekend oh good for you yeah good you guys want to join us you could meet the judge we will see we all yeah (laughs) i've heard i've heard stories of the judge uh we'll have to see unfortunately we didn't get our credentials for augusta but uh yeah right to see um yeah oh well well that's chris McEwen. you can follow him at chris McEwen on threads i know he's very active there it's kind of like our new hangout i like threads Mm -hmm. a lot more than i like uh x or twitter but uh this is uh have clubs will travel we'll do this again it's we're just getting into the golf season again chris i know we've got some things on the docket that we want to do uh for the golf season we've had a lot oh, of yeah, ideas for sure. we're we're, for we're sure. good at ideas uh hopefully we're good at executing them 
I like the idea too. Like if, if you go somewhere and play golf, we get together. If I go somewhere and play golf, we get together. And then whenever we can go, obviously together, we go together. Yes. Uh, I'm in. And Joe, Joe from, uh, from Elgin has already invited us back this season. So we got to lie there. Perfect. Just to hang out. We'd love to go there because he's our dude. Yeah. He is our dude. Heck of a player too. He's a good, good player. All right, my friend. Well, this was good. Uh, we will reconnect soon. Uh, you are a traveling man. You are leaving tomorrow to go to Groundhog's Day in the Woodstock, Illinois. Going to Woodstock, that's Illinois. Just, there you go. Dun, that's a little. Dun, uh... dun, 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 dun. That's that Pokemon uh, playing the whole time. And that's yeah. going to serve. That's going to serve as our outro music for Have Club Will Travel, <laughs> this special episode of the Golf and Filter Podcast. All right, buddy. We'll talk again soon.